Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Before we jump into today's episode, I'm going to give you a question and kind of like a food for thought. And I really want you to take a second and reflect and think about it and how it can apply to your own life. And so first we're going to talk about your car. And when it comes to putting gas in your car, there's two types of people. And I'm sure you can identify with one or the other here. There's that person who the low fuel light comes on and it's kind of like, oh crap, like I need to go get gas. But in that same breath, you're like, okay, but really how far can I push this? How many miles do I have until empty? And maybe you're one of those people who has a speedometer that like shows you like 20 miles till empty. And you're like, okay, you're calculating in your head, like work is four miles away. It's four miles home. So like that's eight miles. And like you are calculating to the last mile, how far you can make it before you have to stop and get gas. Or maybe you're that person who is proactive. You see your car gas tank getting to a half a tank or a quarter of a tank and you're like, okay, I should go get gas because I know that I'm not going to have time between my work shifts or my errands or whatever I'm doing this week to stop and get gas. So maybe you have it set in your mind like, okay, I'm going to stop and refuel my car every single Sunday or twice a week or whatever it might be for you. And now I want you to take this same concept and I want you to apply it to your own personal gas tank, meaning the energy that you create and expend on a daily and weekly basis. Are you that person who exhausts all of your resources until you have nothing left to give, leaving you feeling absolutely drained? Or are you that person who is proactive? You map out your energy, you know where your energy is going, and you know how and when you are going to refill your own personal energy tank. I can find myself relating to both of these scenarios in different seasons of my life. And I'll be honest, when it comes to my car gas tank, I am somebody who definitely pushes it to the last limit. And it's something that I'm working on and I'm bringing self-awareness to because I know it's not good for your car and I get lectured by it from my dad all the time. But when it comes to my own personal energy tank, I have learned and I have gained so much self-awareness around how and when and why I need to make sure that I am creating and protecting the most valuable resource that I have. And that is my own personal energy. And through today's episode, we're going to be walking through a couple of different ways and figuring out how it is that you recharge and how it is that you can find more activities, a better routine or a better lifestyle that's going to fit you and your personality. And I want to start off by talking about this concept of introvert versus extrovert and introverts and extroverts are this personality spectrum. It's behaviors that we take that contribute to are we an introvert or are we an extrovert? And in my first podcast episode, I said, I'm an introverted extrovert. And I didn't really know what that meant. And I've been doing a lot of research on, you know, what does being an introvert actually mean? What does being an extrovert actually mean? And this concept of introvert versus extrovert, it can be a lot to wrap your head around. And I want you to think of it as a spectrum, right? So on one side, we have introvert, one side, we have extrovert and somewhere in between there's different tendencies. There's different behaviors that you might have, and you're more likely to fall towards one side versus the other, but you might have 
tendencies from both sides. And why does this matter? Why are you talking about this, Michaela? Because being an introvert versus an extrovert directly correlates with how you replenish your energy, how you refuel your own personal energy tank. And... I want to start off by talking about introverts because I definitely identify myself as an introvert and I figured this out during quarantine because quarantine for me was a massive growth stage and that's because introverts recharge with alone time. They have their best thoughts when they're alone. They reflect before they make decisions. They like to listen more than they talk. They like to have those one-on-one conversations. They're very self-aware and they learn how to bring self-awareness to all different kinds of scenarios and they think before they act versus extroverts who recharge by socializing. They make quick decisions. They speak more than they listen. They're very outgoing. They're easily distracted. They're action oriented and they like to be the center of attention. And I think that I do have some extroverted tendencies. There's times in my life and seasons where I prefer to be in group settings where I like to fuel off of other people's energy, but truly my best thoughts and my best work come from being alone and taking that time to recharge. So why does this matter when it comes to recharging yourself? Because I want you to think about it. How do you find and channel your best energy? Are you somebody who after a really really tough shift you need to come home and you just need to spend a half an hour locked away in your closet away from your roommates away from your kids away from your family away from your friends to just reflect and think about what just happened throughout your day or are you somebody who needs to call a friend or you know talk about it with coworkers and you can be both but you typically have a tendency that appears more than others for example for me i know that when i feel myself being overwhelmed when i feel myself you know just low on energy if i take even just 30 minutes of me time to be quiet to be silent to be stuck with my own thoughts i am going to recharge my energy and after you identify if you're an introvert or an extrovert and where you tend to to recharge and refill your own personal energy bank, you can start to identify and shape a routine around exactly that, the tendencies that you prefer in order to recharge. So for my introverts, for the people who are like me, who tend to recharge off of alone time, how can you set up your daily routine and your structure in your day to make sure that you have that alone time every single day to refill your own personal energy tank? For me, that looks like setting up my mornings before 12 hour shifts with a solid morning routine. I have time to read my book. I have time to journal. I have time to get at least 30 minutes of movement in before I go take care of others for 12 hours. And then when I get home, I have an unwind routine. You know, I unplug from my phone. I read my book. I make sure that I am, you know, going to bed at a decent time. All of those things are times when I am alone and that gives me the ability to recharge. So ask yourself right now, how can you tee up your day to help you see success as an introvert, meaning how can you put time throughout your day to make sure that you have that alone time? Maybe that means that you are a full-time teacher and you need to go lock yourself in your closet for 20 minutes while your kids are at recess and just don't let anybody know you're in your classroom. Maybe it is you as a full-time nurse and you need to use that 30-minute lunch break that you get to go off of your unit, to get fresh air, to go for a walk. Maybe it is you, the full-time mom, who needs to spend 20 minutes while your kiddo is napping 
just meditating or sitting in silence. And maybe you're like, Michaela, that's not a thing. I don't know how to mom life. But when you set yourself up for success throughout your everyday routine, knowing how you refill that empty gas tank, your own personal energy tank, then by default, you are going to find yourself creating and saving more energy for yourself on a daily basis. Now for my extroverts, the people who recharge by socializing, how can you set your day up for success? Meaning how can you find more social events? Maybe it's networking online, you know, because 2021, man, in COVID, maybe it is, you know, getting out and finding a local running club or a local book club, or maybe you need to go to the dog park and socialize with the other dog moms out there. I don't know. Whatever it is that you can structure throughout your day to make sure you're getting that socialization interaction that you crave and need in order to refill your energy tank. Maybe that's something as simple as calling your grandma or calling your best friend or setting up a virtual Zoom wine night with your besties all across the US or wherever you are. Making sure you are implementing those things every single day so that way you can recharge. And maybe you fall somewhere in between. You're kind of like me. I would say that I identify more as an introvert. I get more energy and recharge from being alone, but there's sometimes in certain seasons and certain days, I need that socialization to help me create the energy that I need. I feed off other people's energies every now and then. So if you're somewhere in between, how can you incorporate both of those into your day? How can you find that alone time and that socialization time? But once you learn how you create energy, then you can start to implement more of that into your daily routine. And now that you've identified if you're an introvert or an extrovert, I want to talk about just a few other ways to fill up your own personal energy tank. And the first one is learning how to say no. I did a whole episode on this on why saying no is so incredibly important when it comes to protecting your energy. And saying no can sometimes be awkward and uncomfy. We don't like to say no in fear of disappointing others or letting people down, or maybe it's the fear of missing out. But you have to realize that every time you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else in your life. Yes to that social outing is no to time with yourself. Saying yes to that next vacation is saying no to putting money into your savings account. And while you might not realize that those simple exchanges are occurring, it truly is always an energy exchange because when you say yes, you're putting your energy in one bucket and taking it out of the other bucket. So before you say yes to something, I want you to ask yourself, why am I saying yes to this? Am I saying yes to this because it feels good and aligned with me? Or am I saying yes because I quote unquote feel like I should have to do this thing or whatever it might be. The second thing, you become what you consume, meaning social media, food, news, and you have to learn how to set boundaries with what you're consuming and realize that the more that you consume and the less that you create, the more energy that you are expending and the less energy that you are creating. If you are always consuming social media content that doesn't make you feel great, meaning even just the slightest scroll of you saying, okay, I'm just going to check on this Instagram real quick. And then you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else's highlight reel, or you find yourself consuming content that doesn't actually fill you up or serve you. You are losing energy in the slightest increments. Yes, but it adds up over time 
time. Or maybe you don't like what's on the news, but you still find yourself turning on the news on your TV or scrolling to that news app. And again, you're giving your energy to that negative content. So instead, maybe you need to set better boundaries. You need to delete social media off of your phone. I am starting to implement something new for the next six weeks where I do off the grid hours for one hour per day at minimum every single day that I am off work, meaning that my phone goes into airplane mode and I do not touch it for an hour. I'm spending time meditating. I'm spending time journaling. I'm spending time reading during that hour and doing things to replenish my energy. So what do you need to do to start consuming content or to quit consuming content that is sucking your energy? And one last place I want you to think about where your energy is going is the people you surround yourself with. So this ties back to being extrovert versus introverted. If you're an extrovert and you really crave those social tendencies, those socialization aspects, are the people that you're socializing with giving you an equal energy exchange? Mean, are they supporting you? Are they giving you positive conversations? Or are they somebody who is sitting there complaining and nagging about everything going on around them? And when you are around people who are constantly in that negative mindset, they're not in that growth mode, they're sucking the energy out of you. And so you have to do an audit on the people that you surround yourself with and ask yourself, are these people actually serving me? In the season that I am in, are these people actually making a positive contribution to my energy storage? And yes, it's okay to want to have socialization interactions to recharge, but you have to make sure those socialization interactions are positive ones. And as with everything, your personal energy tank starts with self-awareness. Self-awareness of asking yourself, when do I have my most energy? Who am I surrounded by and what am I doing? And when you can identify the when, who, and the what of what your personal energy tank looks like, you can start to structure your everyday routine around that. And it is so incredibly important to protect your most valuable resource that you have. And that truly is your energy. And I want you to go back and I want you to ask yourself, do you get your energy? Do you get your recharge from alone time? Do you get it from socializing and getting in and putting yourself out there, being in those social environments? Are you somebody who was outgoing or are you you somebody who just needs to spend some time alone? Do you know how to say no to things that are no longer serving you? And I always tell myself it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And when you learn to say no, you can put your energy forth somewhere else where you actually need, crave, and deserve it? Are you somebody who is self-aware of what you consume and how it is positively impacting and adding to or subtracting from your overall energy tank? Are you setting boundaries with the people that you're around? Do you realize how impactful the social interactions that you have when it comes to either sucking the energy out of you or again, adding to that energy bank? And self-awareness is the root of everything that we do. So I want you to take some time right now and journal and reflect and ask yourself, when do I have my most energy? Who am I surrounded by? And what am I doing? And I want you to get done listening to this episode and I want you to take that time to reflect. And then I want you to take that time to go structure your days and structure your weeks around how can I fill up my energy tank? How can I make sure that I don't get to my end of my week and my empty low fuel light is flashing and alerting me and I have absolutely nothing left to give? 
the goal is to make sure that every single day you are doing something to replenish that energy so that way you don't get to that end of the week and you're like holy cow I have nothing left to give because when you learn how to create and protect your best energy that only not means that you are going to live a life that is more aligned with you but the people around you are going to get the best version of you as well and that's exactly what we want right we want to build and become the best versions of ourselves Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 